You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am joined by Amanda, and we are talking all about self-care beyond the bubble bath, because I think as moms especially, we get this idea in our heads about self-care, that it means lavish days at the spa and bubble baths and all of the, the fluffy things, but that's not necessarily the case. So this conversation is so needed. It is a message that we all need to hear over and over and over because it's that important. So with that being said, Amanda, welcome into the podcast. So glad to have you here today. Thank you, Amy, for having me. I love talking about this topic and maybe a little selfishly, I talk about it so much so that I can remind myself of how important it is as well. So thank you so much for having me to talk about such an important topic. Oh my gosh, I love it. And that's why I love having these conversations because I need the reminder just as much. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So by trade, I'm a clinical social worker. I, you know, got my undergrad in psychology and wasn't really sure where I wanted to take that, but I knew 10 years of school added to that to get a doctorate was just not going to be something I was interested in. And so I found social work and just kind of fell in love. I've always had an advocate heart. I've always had human rights and uh, just, you know, caring about other people and providing resources just innately in me. And when I found social work and realized all the different areas I could be, you know, legislatively in advocacy or, you know, being in direct practice, mental health, hospitals, you know, wherever it was, there were so many vast options that it was a no brainer. Um, I could have variety. If I didn't like something, I could try something else, but I could still be helping people and advocating all along the way. Um, I had a little bit of a reality check when I finally got out into the field and, um, you know, the dream that I had of how I could serve people best and, and heal, help them heal was not reality. And so um, I got to a point with my own mental and physical health where I um, had been diagnosed with a chronic health condition and I was taking time off all the time using FMLA. My mental health was not great. Uh, I was at a very depressed and having very scary active suicidal thoughts that I didn't have in the past. And I was just, I came home to my now husband at the time and I said, I can't do this anymore. I'm just not going to make it. And and so from there, I left that job without having another job lined up for the first time in my life, which was terrifying and liberating. Um, I always just like to recognize the privilege that I had in that because many people are stuck in those toxic situations and don't have a dual income household that can sustain or, you know, have lesser options than that. So very, very thankful that I was able to do that. 
And in that time, I realized that we could do better and I could do better for myself. And so I founded the nonprofit Carve Your Own Path um, in the process of getting another job and just slowly but surely over the last five years kind of uh, grew that and grew myself out of working for other folks, uh, really wanting to give people individualized, holistic approaches to their wellness and teach society the things that we weren't teaching folks about emotional regulation, stress management, um, how to cope, you know, without the things that society teaches us and also helping people understand to better take care of their bodies in holistic ways. That is absolutely incredible because it is a big reality check when you come out of school and you realize, you know, I'm going to, you know, change the world and, and you're just so eager to make an impact and then reality hits you. And there's mm -hmm. so many rules, regulations, red tape. I mean, I can totally relate to that. I come from a career in healthcare as well. And it just, it got to the point where I just couldn't do it anymore. And I love how you really took a step back and prioritized like, you know what? No, I cannot keep doing this because from a mental health standpoint, our mental health is just as important as our physical health. And we need to start prioritizing it because so many times I think we just shove our emotions down. We put our nose to the grindstone. But in reality, you know, if you had some health condition that, you know, is physically manifesting itself within your body, you would go to your doctor. But so many times with our mental health, we don't. We don't take that seriously and get the help we need because there's so many resources out there to help us through. But really having that self-awareness is step number one to it all. Knowing that, yeah. okay, I'm not okay. And that's yeah. all right because there's things we can do to help. So what you are doing is so needed and I just love it. So let's dive into self-care. Where do you think as women, we get this, this thought in our brain that self-care is all about days at the spa and bubble baths and, you know, just doing these things. Where does that all stem from? Well, I just think it's so interesting because in general our society doesn't focus on preventative wellness right right we, even we're like, you know healthcare, right we're very yes we're reactive it's it's kind of sick care like by the time you're sick then you go get addressed and you know even just having conversations with a doctor about like hey uh, what about these supplements or you know different just natural things and they're like you know there's not research behind that and i'm like oh that or you know that's scary because there can be interactions with your medications and I'm like right. why isn't there research on this natural thing but there's plenty of research on right and so it's just in society in general we're not talking about this and if you look back I won't nerd out and go there but if you do your research and look back at a point we were teaching in medical school about herbs about more holistic approaches medicine and medicine and alternative approaches um, and and at some point that got cut out um, with other interests in mind and so I think you know all we have is what we're shown in the world which is movies tv ads makeup and um you know every like what we're being sold is that quick fix of oh you don't feel well come do this thing and I will say that there's nothing wrong with a bubble bath and there's nothing wrong with a spa day my argument is that the majority of the time that we're doing those things unless you're very much in a place where you can just regularly do that <laughs> um you're in self-preservation mode 
by the time you take finally take the time off to use your PTO and go on that vacation or, you know, to whatever that is, you're you're in self-preservation and you're not actually doing self-care. Yeah. Yeah, I love that that shift to self-preservation mode because you're absolutely 100% right. You know, how many of us and I I myself am guilty of this you work 51 weeks out of the year to have one week of vacation off. And then even during that one week that you're off, are you actually enjoying it? Or are you thinking about, okay, well, now when we get home, I have to make sure to do all the laundry. I have to make sure to get caught up on all the bills that need paid, go through the mail. You know, we're not actually living. We're just right. in this reactive mode, this self-preservation mode. And it's kind of sad, actually, when you, you begin to become aware of the behaviors that we're we're doing over and over and over and how we're living or not really living our lives because we're just on autopilot. Yeah. And, and the, the stress, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I also didn't educate, you know, something else that I nerded and went down the rabbit hole on was the stress disease connection of, you know, we've, we've had this in our research and literature and healthcare for over a hundred years that when we're stressed there it can there's a connection with with development of disease you know so when you're talking earlier about mental health when i had worse mental health i had worse physical pain and physical symptoms right with my chronic health conditions and so um when you're under that much stress all the time and your body is pumping cortisol um all the time because of the way that our society is that's not healthy right and so again we don't think about these other parts of self-care which are learning to regulate our emotions and regulate our nervous system and better manage our reaction to the things that are going on around us um, in a very stressful productivity-based hustle culture society it really especially, is especially you know i would i wouldn't be doing a, a service on this podcast right like if i wouldn't talk about the the roles with moms, right? If you are a career mom or you're a stay-at-home mom or you're somewhere in between or doing other things, no matter what you do, you can't ever get it right for everyone, right? And so there's always that layer of judgment that goes into how you are or aren't taking care of yourself or your kids or your responsibilities. So, so good. And yeah, everything you said, it is scientifically proven. This is not just theory. This is fact that yes, that chronic stress starts to manifest in physical ways. It feeds into everything. And yeah, as society, we have become just this hustle culture. I mean, I was held to productivity standards mm -hmm. when I worked in healthcare that if you didn't meet this, guess what? This feeds into your annual appraisal, which if you don't get this, then you don't get mm -hmm. your raise. So, I mean, it's just very much been ingrained in us that the harder you hustle, the better the outcome, the more the reward. It's like those golden handcuffs that keep us stuck. Mm -hmm. But it's having conversations like this that bring awareness to it and it make us question, what are we doing and why are we doing this? So as women, as moms, how do we start to make the shift and get out of that self-preservation mode. So we teach from a whole, very holistic approach of using uh, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration, also known as SAMHSA's, their eight dimensions of wellness. Um, so it's a circle of circles, and I can definitely give you a link to share it later. 
um, but it talks about all the different dimensions of wellness that, again, we don't talk about. So these might be brand new concepts to you because most of the time when we think about self-care, we think relaxation, spa, bath, maybe we think exercise, maybe we think nutrition, right? Maybe some of those things, but um, for the eight dimensions, we have physical, we have emotional or mental, spiritual, occupational, environmental, financial, uh, social, and I'm missing one more and I wish I had it on my wall. That's okay. I'm still It'll impressed. You like, holy cow, mama. Like right? I have the memory of a nap. I can't remember three things going into the grocery store. You get that <laughs> off eight. Like kudos to you. <laughs> yeah. We talk about it a lot. Right. And so I usually, um, you know, we've kind of developed some methods out of this for like assessing and giving people ideas of what things they can do there to create their own holistic self-care plan. And sometimes folks might get overwhelmed looking at all these areas like, oh no, I have to address every single area. That's a lot when I'm already having all these things on my plate. And what the point of that is, is just to kind of look at it as a guide of like a mindful check-in without judgment, right? If you create this plan or you assess and look at like, how am I doing in these different areas of my life? Mm. Yeah. The people I've been hanging around are kind of been like really, you know, kind of gossipy and just negative. And I'm not really into that or our values don't align and that's not supporting me. And maybe I should reevaluate that. Um, or, oh yeah, I haven't really been getting great sleep in the past week. So maybe that's why I'm irritable, right? It's a mindful check-in and then you can make habit changes from that um, intentionally. So the other part of that is not to get overwhelmed because one activity can actually cover many different areas. So um, my client at this point knows this because I share this all the time when I talk about it, because when they came to session and shared that they started kayaking, I literally almost jumped out of my seat. Like, good thing we had a decent relationship. We've been seeing each other for a couple of years, but um, I was like, wait a minute. Do you realize that with one activity, you are covering so many dimensions of wellness, right? And so obviously we have the physical because you have to physically move the kayak. We have spiritual because you're connecting to nature. We have mental and emotional because of the meditative mindfulness approach. We have social because they were doing it with other people, right? We have environmental, right? just so many are in line in one activity. And so I say all that to say, it's not to, you know, create new tasks for yourself that you have to address every area. Maybe you can get creative and see how those are impacting and funneling into each other. Thank you so much for saying that and addressing that, because I think so often when we start to become more aware of these things, we do get overwhelmed because we think that it has to look the same for everyone. You know, we hear about these people that are waking up at five o'clock in the morning. They wake up, they meditate, they journal, they do their breath work, they exercise, you know. And if you're a mom and you have an infinite home, just the thought of that is exhausting. So I love how you're saying, you know, use these as a guide to increase your awareness and then look at where the the carryover is with an activity like kayaking you're checking off so many of those boxes it doesn't mean for each one of these dimensions that you need a whole self-care routine in and of itself but learning to just take that holistic approach and gaining that awareness that's really key because once you're aware you can start to build those new habits and make those small changes and i think small changes especially as moms, are some of the most powerful catalysts to get results. What's your take? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I, in this area, I love to talk about habit stacking um, because it is challenging to implement change, right? So like a typical suggestion that might happen in a therapy session for habit stacking is, Hey, I keep forgetting to take my medication, supplement, vitamin, whatever it is. Um, Hey, can you, when, you know, can you set it by your toothbrush because you're going to brush your teeth in the morning and evening, right? So stacking two things together that you already do is a super helpful way. When I think moms, Hey, can you get together with some other moms and go for a stroll or walk in the park? You're getting physical exercise. You're getting social connection. You're getting, oh, intellectual. There it is, right? If you both nerd out about the same movies or books or whatever that thing is for you, you can also get that intellectual stimulation as well, which as moms, especially if you're mostly at home or you're not getting interaction you know, with others in the world a lot, that is so necessary to not feel isolated and maintain connections and maintain your identity. Yeah, it is so important. And I love how you talk about habit stacking because that really has been a game changer for me because mm-hmm. I get very overwhelmed when I think of all the things that I have to do that I want to change. But when I really break it down and start with just those itty bitty little changes, those are the lasting results. Those are the things that make the biggest difference in my day that help me be a more present mom, a less reactive mom, and just just enjoy this one life because we think we're guaranteed all of this time. You know, we get stuck in the when then thinking, especially as business owners. Okay. When the kids are older, then I'll do this. When I'm making this financial income, then I'll invest, you know, it's all of these stories again, that we tell ourselves. So love this, love everything you have said. Amanda, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy busy schedule to pour into our listeners. Where can we learn more about you? Thank you so much for having me. Every opportunity I get to share this this much needed information with the world is truly amazing. So thank you, Amy. Um, yeah, so our nonprofit, you can visit on all the socials. So Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, we are CYOP Inc., uh, carve your own path, CYOP Inc. And then our website is cyopinc.org. You can hop over there and check out what we have going on, get on our mailing list so you can stay up to date. Um, we have some really exciting new things coming up uh, in the fall and winter for you. How exciting. I cannot wait to see what is going on with you and the new things that are in the works. And Amanda, thank you again. Absolutely. Thanks, Amy. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 